Hello, my name is Spence Robertson, host of An Advent Observed, speaking to you from the Blue Ridge Mountains in Boone, North Carolina. This week, we will hear from seven devotional speakers as they share their faith perspective on the theme of peace. Today, we hear from Mary Shore. movie Miss Congeniality, Sandra Bullock plays FBI agent Gracie Hart, who is undercover in a beauty pageant. The pageant MC has just asked the finalists what the world needs most. Here are several of them answering before Gracie, and then we'll hear her. Definitely world peace. That's easy. World peace. World peace. What is the one most important thing our society needs? That would be harsher punishment for parole violators, Stan. And world peace. World peace can become a cliché. It's something to say in a beauty pageant. Still, the angels who announce the birth of Jesus speak of peace on earth, goodwill to all people. And that announcement gives words to our hope. We hope for shalom. We hope for no war, no fear, no need to push people to respect us. That's what the angels say is happening when the Savior is born. How do we live in that peace now, in daily life? The answer cannot be that we never get angry. The Gospels show Jesus getting angry, like when the super-religious people are tithing mint and dill and cumin, but neglecting the weightier matters of the law, justice and mercy and faith. Or think about when Jesus gets angry that people are grumbling because he heals on the Sabbath, rather than rejoicing as they should when they see the daughter of Abraham before them who had suffered for so long and now can stand tall and walk. Jesus models righteous indignation for us. Watching him though, I have to say, I can see at least one way that his practice of righteous indignation is different from mine. I often think that the way to achieve peace on earth or peace in my circle of friends, or peace in the family, is to exclude or to remove myself from certain people if they aren't leaving my company. Let's get the group just a little smaller, I think, and then we'll have peace. By contrast, Jesus stays in touch with the very people whose behavior is troubling to him. He speaks out against all the ways that we humans try to make others small, but he does not vote any of us off the island for our sins. He stays connected to the Pharisees. He stays connected to us, even when we are self-righteous or dismissive or intent on insulating ourselves with a tribe of like-minded friends and family and dismissing others. I wonder if his connection to all sorts of different kinds of people could help me connect to different kinds of people too. 
Instead of seeing you as wrong, for instance. You know, you watch the wrong news channel. You think the wrong things about people different from you. You lack my wisdom. Instead of seeing you as wrong, maybe I could see you as someone Jesus loves. I don't get it, I have to tell you why he loves you, because you irritate the heck out of me. Some of the things you think sound crazy to me, and I might have to tell you that, but could I do it in a spirit of peace? Even when I do not understand you at all, can I remember that Jesus already loves you? Might I talk and listen with you as if we were both always sinners, so loved by God that he sent his only son to bring life and peace to us? Maybe regarding you like that, regarding myself like that, as a sinner beloved and called to something better than violence, maybe it will not bring world peace, but it's a start. You have been listening to an Advent Observed. Tune in tomorrow as we continue on the theme of peace. Until then, God be with you.